0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Freefakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito I'll
1: start off by saying I'm bored, I'm broke, and I'm back. <laughs>
0: That's me shaking my my by jelly beans. Open to God I don't have to use any of them. Your beans, yeah. Yeah, I got my uh my bem, bem-boozled, so I don't want to eat the uh, I don't wanna eat the dead fish or the or the uh, what was the other one? Spoiled milk is horrendous.
1: Wait. There is a
0: fish flavored jelly bean? They have you get to choose. So so every time that I say Redskins. Yeah. So if I if I mess up and I say redskins, yeah. I'm going to eat a jelly bean out of what's called bean boozled. And they have like stink bug, dirty dishwater, toothpaste, rotten egg, like barf.
1: Are they all bad? Uh, they got,
0: no, no, that you, you can get other ones. It's like chocolate and happiness and juicy pear, but you don't care about those. Wow. So you have a fifty fifty shot of getting this horrible, horrible bean. And so every time I say that name, I have to eat one, and it's and there's a good shot because I have bad luck that I'm going to end up eating a really really bad. Yeah, name.
1: and um, I don't know, like right now, uh, it wouldn't make the experience of sort of watching or participating or uh, consuming Washington football teams. See, I got it that time. Football. Yeah, getting close. Any worse, but. Nonetheless, we are back for week three. We are back. Uh, this is the Cult of Cult. You've got Gumby up in. Where are you now?
0: I'm, I'm up in. Uh, an undisclosed location. Oh, Gaithers- yeah, undisclosed. <laughs> I'm in my. Uh, in, in a undisclosed in Gaithersburg.
1: And I'm in an undisclosed location. Just kidding. I'm back from the beach. Uh, it was nice. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's nice.
0: You ever been to Dewey? You got a nice tan going right now.
1: We've been to Dewey.
0: Tan. Yeah, we have.
1: We, uh, yeah. We. We color-guarded Swedish kings in Dewey.
0: We did. Yes. I mean, we've been across we went across the pond together, so this is a, uh, you know, Dewey was just one of the steps that we went through in this great adventure. That's right.
1: We swam from Dewey to England. No, we we didn't.
0: We didn't do that. I, w- I would pass out probably like three strokes in and just be uh, uh, under the water.
1: Well, uh, underwater is a great place to start <laughs> tonight's conversation because your Washington football team, I we'll get into this at some point. I'm not entirely sure still yet what to call them. Uh the the footballers I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um I mean after that last game I can barely call them a football team.
1: That's true. Um they looked really bad. They took a took a, a pretty yucky L uh against the Arizona Cardinals, a team that I think, you know, I feel is is going to be pretty competitive this year.
0: Like, the, the
1: NFC West well, be, is so be, good. Before
0: we, before we jump too far into this, yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, hit me. What you drinking? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, this team makes me drink. Um, I am having a little bit of rye whiskey. From Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We are not sponsored by them, but oh my god, if we were, that would be just a dream come true. Uh, they are a very cool distillery that ha- took over a um, abandoned tobacco warehouse, Ooh. like in downtown Lancaster, where I spent six years of my life between college and work, and um, it's fantastic. I love it there. We were actually, I was. One of their very first customers. We heard wow. that they were opening up downtown, like a downtown location. We didn't know where it was. We're like, we had a sense of where. We we're just like wandering around and just like opening doors of abandoned factories, like a Scooby Doo episode. And <laughs> we just walked into <laughs> this place and there was a bar and a single bartender there and all like brick and metal and wood. And uh, we're like, okay, are we, are we in are we dead? Are we in purgatory? And they're like, no, come have a drink. And so I have a very, once
0: they said that you're in heaven. Yes. Uh,
1: Their stuff is fantastic. I don't know if we can get it down this way, but if you're ever in the central Pennsylvania area, highly recommend checking out Thistle Finch. They now do have a sign outside. It got decidedly less cool after they put a sign outside, but it's still um, incredibly. I've uh,
0: never had it, but if they want a sponsor, I'm a hundred percent into being a part of the taste test. That is, Thistlefinch. Finch. Yes,
1: Thistlefinch, rye whiskey. Uh, what 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 are you sipping
0: on? All right, all right, all right. The Matthew McConaughey Long Branch by Wild Turkey. I don't have nearly the same story as you do. I went to the store and bought it, and it is actually pretty delicious. And I got my my little mug, and I'm I'm just enjoying every second of it.
1: He he's uh, he's probably the most Famous fan of this team? Like, I can't name more than, like, three of them. Like, Joe Gibbs doesn't count because, like, obviously... He's on a few... Yeah, he was a coach. No, he's a coach. Like, he obviously yeah. isn't a But, like, Kevin Durant, I
0: guess. Kevin Durant, Matthew McConaughey, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, Dale.
1: Okay. I think McConaughey is more famous than Dale, but, like, obviously... I mean, I live in the South. You live in the North. Um, <laughs> things are a little bit different down here. I, I I don't know. I, There may be more Dale fans than I'm aware of. I'm almost certain there are. I've never met one in real life, but that's because I kind of live in a bubble. You're a Dale fan? Okay.
0: 100%. I have no, inf- 88, baby. no
1: informed opinions about NASCAR, but my Latin teacher in middle school, her son worked on the Denny Hamlin team, and I know he's like the oh. FedEx guy.
0: He did. Him and uh, Michael jordan got together, and they opened up their own NASCAR. Oh yeah, and like Bubba, Bubba Watson.
1: Week. Yeah, this week. Yeah, that was weird. Jordan, um, did you watch that? documentary?
0: North Carolina. He's a North Carolina boy. Do you watch the he, documentary? That's what he
1: does did you watch it? I know oh, we're yeah. like going way oh, off the. Oh yeah, rails. last dance. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, we could do a whole like a we are. like a Bill Simmons. Well, we're off the rails
0: because this team's off the rails. Yeah, we're causing so, us to drink and talk about
1: Michael Jordan. We're 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 following their lead. Um, <laughs> So, as a team that does make you want to drink, um, where was I? Arizona Cardinals, very good Correct. this year. Kyler Murray, I think, like, really friggin' good. Um, He looked awesome. Uh, and it's also kind of hard when, you know, like, you see a, a young quarterback play against a team like this where it's like, okay, obviously he's good. But, like, is he that good or... Was the team he was playing that bad?
0: So so it, kind of what we talked about last week. Uh, we said that that defensive line was going to just stop everything up the middle. Yeah. But it was the outside that was going to cause either feast or famine. And the Arizona Cardinals feasted on the outside. Mm-hmm. And Murray did the same thing. He took advantage of all of the outside our secondary was suspect. Our linebackers were suspect. It was a total meltdown as a team to be exactly who we thought they were going to be. The the football team
1: is who we thought they were.
0: It is who they, we thought they'd be. Uh, and it's one of those good quote. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cardinals. And it's one of there those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cardinals are who we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, she was on the other foot. Of, it, and, and just watching it happen. And I, 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 my, my, um, idea of the scores we 28-14, and it was pretty close. And we talked about it. and Everything we talked about happening happened, because this team, the holes that are there are so obvious. Everyone in the NFL sees them.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's sort of like the guys you expected to feast, feasted. I mean, no one really feasted, but like Chase Young finished with a sack. I think he, uh, I mean, he was sort of setting the line. Actually, you know, who had a nice game was, um, and we're sort of like trying to put lipstick on a pig here, but was Kevin Pierre Lewis, who actually finished with uh, with 10 total tackles. And even though he actually didn't finish with it, he didn't pick up any sacks. He was like in the backfield and he was moving, resetting the line, making plays. But I mean, after all the nice things we had to say about, Troy Apke he the fact that they in in his press conference, Ron Rivera had to basically say like, you know, he's not as bad as everybody seems to think he is. (laughs) Like that is not exactly a ringing endorsement of a guy who is your starting safety. Uh, Yeah, he looked he got torched. He looked pretty pretty yucky. Um, I mean, Matt Ioannidis didn't have his best game. Jonathan Allen didn't have his best game. So even like the D line. I I'm grading them out at a B minus, which means that everybody else is like a C or below. Oh yeah. Um, even, you know, with Kevin Pierre Lewis having a nice game ish, uh, John Bostic finished with five tackles and a sack. It's just like this performance. This this the entirety of the, of the loss. You can't, pin it on one person or one position group. Uh, so, like, yeah, we'll give props where they're due. The Cardinals look good. They're a good team. Yep. Their offense is, like, much better than they were a year ago. Kyler Murray, like, his second year in in sort of, like, his more comfort, comfortable role. Like, it's clicking. It's starting to click. It definitely helps when you have a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, who, like, is well on his way to becoming – Potentially a, a hall of famer, uh,
0: and, and your and your backup right now is Fitzgerald, who is just so good at what he does that he's going to pick apart your offense. Uh, slower than he was, he moved over to the slot, and now he's just able to kind of just figure out exactly where to be and how to do it. And they had four and, four
1: receivers who finished with fifty yards or more. Fitzgerald had seven catches for fifty yards. It's like okay, he's big, uh, I get it, but Christian Kirk. So both Christian Kirk and Andy and Isabella, who I I was like, that's not a real name. It is apparently. <laughs> uh, they both only had two catches each, but Kirk had fifty-seven yards and Isabella had sixty-seven yards, and then Hopkins finished with eight catches for sixty-eight yards. So the fact that Murray was able to spread the ball around too, like he couldn't, he didn't have to key in on one guy, is is two things. A shows to me that they are talented. All around, and B, absolutely, it says to me that he felt very confident putting the ball in a lot of different places and testing a lot of different defensive backs, and just like wasn't terribly phased by the idea that they would be able to stop him.
0: They used our defense as a scout team mm. on that game, yeah. Uh, and in that process, you know, I'm looking, I'm watching the Cardinals, and I'm going, man, if give us two to three years, I'd love to be in this position, yeah, where you have some older guys who are contributing but they know what they're doing so younger guys coming in the back and just just an all-around good team now their defense isn't amazing the, the Cardinals but they just they, they work together well as a team yeah. and, and whether well, they're gonna make the playoffs I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl no. but they're gonna win they're probably gonna win the and I think they're probably
1: the th- the third the third best team in that division
0: oh yeah oh yeah maybe I don't know but, they
1: beat you know they, you beat the 49ers head-to head Yeah. Um, and also, like, now it's, like, a, a body bag. It was, like, a body bag game over there. It was, like, a body bag game across the league this past weekend. Our fantasy football waiver wires were totally gutted. Uh, I'm sure – I know everybody loves hearing about other people's fantasy football teams. It is everyone's favorite pastime. But, uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty bleak across the league. And I, Oh, you yeah. Know, I mean,
0: yeah, uh, ACL's galore.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, so you look at the other side of the ball – um obviously the offense struggled except for in the fourth quarter when at that point like the game was I don't want to say it was out of reach but you w- could expect reasonably that the Cardinals maybe took their foot off the gas just a little bit um uh, you know Haskins we could talk about him a little a little uh, I I don't this this is the year of Dwayne We're going to have to figure out who he is and what he can do. I'm not going to extrapolate too much from any one performance. He finished 19-33, 223 yards, a touchdown. Still has not thrown an interception yet, which I like to see.
0: As a quarterback, especially since he's not actually played a whole season yet. Mm -hmm. So he does not have 16 games under his belt yet. No preseason whatsoever as a sophomore quarterback who played the very end of last season. So here's a guy where he hasn't thrown an interception yet. He's been serviceable. So if everyone wants to run up and down yelling about Dwayne, you can't. He's been exactly what he needs to be right now. He's serviceable. Yeah. It's the rest of it we have to worry about. Yeah. Uh, even our good offensive guys, offensive line guys last week weren't good. And they were teeing off on Dwayne. He didn't have time to do the things he wants to do. Um, the stats were that anytime time that Dwayne Haskins holds the ball longer than two seconds, his stats plummet. So he's very good at the quick, the quick, the fast. And he didn't even had time for that last week. Yeah, and
1: when you're taking away his ability to go to a second option— that's going to result in the stat line that we saw where Terry McLaurin finished with seven catches for 129 yards and a touchdown because he is most comfortable with McLaurin and he's the best player. So if you only have two seconds, you're going to drop back and you're just going to throw it to the guy that you trust and that you have chemistry with, and that is good. It is, um, I I know a lot of the the yardage that he racked up was also fourth quarter numbers, but at a certain point, like you're going to see teams jamming him at the line of scrimmage, having a zone over to his side and then having a third guy over the top because until they can show that anyone else can do anything. Why wouldn't you? If if you're creating pressure in the backfield, you're forcing him to get the ball out quickly. His number one option is Terry McLaurin. It just it's it's the the offensive line is a major problem and it's not one I think is going to improve over the course of this year.
0: With a suspect offensive line and McLaurin about to get double teamed and hit off the line, some of the things you would have to do is some flare routes out of the backfield with the running backs yeah. or some quick hits with the running backs to kind of make people spread out or even a screen or two. I hate screens, especially as the Redskins with Jay would run them all the time and they were horrible. Yeah. But in last week's game, how many catches did the running backs have? Ah, uh, God, like none? I,
1: think Gibson, none? I think Gibson had one, let's see, he had one catch for
0: negative three yards. So so because our offensive line is so bad, it sounds like they're keeping the running backs in that area. Yeah. So they have to block, not allowing for there to be, you know, that that, that extra safety option. Because you take the running backs out you, and you have two, three wide receivers going. Secondaries has them. Who's that extra person to save you? Yeah. And at the running back standing next to you, there isn't one.
1: Yeah, and the running backs, I mean, what, they finished in aggregate over 100 yards. Like, hooray. Uh, Gibson, what, 50? They both finished. Gibson had like 55 yards and a touchdown. McKissick had 53 and a touchdown. Haskins only had to run the ball once with Peyton Barber. This is a team... God, I, I promise at some point I will stop talking about fantasy football. But <laughs> This is a team where you do not want to have any of their running backs on your roster because uh, roster, it's totally unreliable.
0: Uh, Completely. It, it. You shouldn't have, except for McLaurin, you shouldn't have anybody on your fantasy team. No. Do, and I mean does this your team, bench, too. Just...
1: Does this team on the offensive side of the ball, I think I know the answer, do they have a top 100 player in the league offensively, talent-wise? Is McC- so is McLaurin a top 100 player in the in the league on the offensive side of the wall?
0: This year he won't be yeah. because they're going to team. Him. I think if if all things were equal, he'd be up there. He would be up there. Yeah, because he he's a very crisp route runner. He can he's, he's amazing what he does, and he's learning. He's fast. He's got it. Um, but no, if it's, if you take McLaurin out of it, we don't have anyone close. Not even close right now. Yeah.
1: Well, okay, so. I don't know. Is, is there anything else to say about this game? I I feel like you kind of just you take it on the chin and you move on. I don't know that you can extrapolate too much else. It's still early. There, what well, you said, you know, there was there was no preseason the last time that he Haskins was a starting quarterback for more than one year in one place. He was playing for Bullis. so uh, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I guess look ahead. This is. An interesting game to me this week
0: in... Against the uh The Browns, the Browns
1: who, uh, what, last year they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated before the season started. It's like, the Browns are back, baby. It's like...
0: Odell Beckham Jr. Like you know
1: you're still the Browns, right? Like, you're still the yeah. Browns. There's a lot of uh, Brownsiness that you need to overcome <sighs> in order to to not be the Browns. Um,
0: Your logo is a color.
1: Yeah. Well, we can't really talk so much at this point. Our our, yeah, our team I, name I'm, is team
0: name. <laughs> yeah, and our, our our helmets are also a color with a number. Yeah. that's very well, true. That's kinda, very true. Lie.
1: We'll we'll do helmet talk. We'll do helmet talk next week.
0: Oh, you don't like them next week? Okay. Yeah. Helmet
1: talk. I'm I'm gonna come prepared with some solid bonafide arguments <laughs> as to why I'm pro helmet. Um, but yeah. So the Browns coming off a big win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Where uh, Joe Burrow is legit, I really like Joe Burrow. He
0: is. Oh yeah, no, he's he's, he's showing up and he and he's got talent. He just does everything around. No,
1: him. and they're gonna have some growing pains. On the flip side, I do not like Baker
0: Mayfield. No, no. I, You know what? You know what? I hate even more about Baker Mayfield than his playing is all of his commercials. Like he has done anything this league yet, and I have to watch these jackass commercials of him being like some little guy's body uh, selling Hulu. It's like, Baker, you didn't do anything yet, but yet here I am having to listen to you all the time. And the one where he's like cleaning uh, the stadium, yeah. I'm
1: like, this, let this go. What is his marketability? <laughs> like, what's his Q score? Like, what, what does Baker Mayfield bring to the table that people are like, oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm buying a Hulu subscription. <laughs>
0: I, all i think it is is that they're like uh he will do the stupid crap we want him to and he's like i will sign anywhere to get a check
1: uh and we need to start keeping a running list but i think at some point this is probably an off-season conversation we should do uh commercial talk because obviously oh, yeah. this area and with eastern motors that's a whole thing uh J- jason <laughs> jason, jason campbell in uh the geico commercials i mean we still quote that, that jason phenomenal. candle my name is campbell
0: candle
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so
0: ba- I, th- I think he's still waiting to throw a ball. He was the, he had the longest wait yeah, ever when roop. it came to throwing balls, but but we'll we'll get to that. So, yeah, yeah so so the summer. Let's not bring back the, the the candle situation. The candle era. Um,
1: so the Browns <laughs> Browns coming in at one and one off a win over a gimme putt in the Bengals. It actually was uh, kind of close. It was thirty five thirty. They. I don't know like on paper they're they, they were they're constructed like a fantasy team like in the yeah. first round they took oh god fantasy god uh, they took nick Stop they it. took nick chubb in the first round they took odb in the second round then like someone reached on kareem hunt thinking that it would be like a two headed backfield it's like oh well you need another wide receiver jarvis landry and that's like middle rounds okay i guess i'll go baker mayfield austin hooper's on that team which i kind of forgot yeah
0: um, i actually got him on uh on fantasy and he has not done anything for me yeah. yet. but He's, he's a serviceable tight end. You're right. Like this is a team that the Browns where their offense is built like a fantasy team, but the problem is they're all on one team right. and they're dysfunctional.
1: Yeah, and I just it's one of those things where on paper like nothing ever works on paper until like you've no. seen it work in real life. They and they, you know that's they have pieces on the defensive side of the ball too. I mean Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett. Um, they, they just need more time, I think, to like put it all together. And I don't know that they ever will, because I think that at some point, like, you know, the Cubs went a hundred years and hadn't didn't win a World Series, and some of that is not, it's not because they had bad teams; it's just like they were the Cubs, and the Browns, like they are the Browns.
0: I also, I mean, it's coaching. I think you just keep pitch, picking these middle of the road coaches who really haven't done anything, and if you keep bringing rookie or early coaches into these, so they don't want to pay a good coach you're going to end up with a team that doesn't do anything uh cuz the coach is learning so as the coach is learning you have all this great talent and it's wasted but talk about being wasted let's not forget about Odell Beckham Jr. and uh the most recent items have come up about him he's got some stuff that he has to figure out in his life before he can be a good football player again
1: yeah he um here here's where I stand on Odell <laughs>
0: Beckham Jr. uh
1: all w- without Should I say it? Should I say it?
0: Go, yeah. No. Without shitting on him too much. Yeah. Well, he likes that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bathe for a couple days. Come over to the house. Come take a big shit on a Cleveland steamer. I'm just saying. When he was in New York, I...
1: New York is, like, very... The New York sports media is so self-important. It's like bananas that they decided... They just, like, they... To their own detriment. They're like, oh, if you can't play here, like, you don't, like, if you can't handle the media, you don't deserve to play here. Like, Randy Johnson, like, he stood nothing against the New York Post. It's like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, just, like, cool it. They.
0: Everyone's got an ego in New York. Everyone has. They do. And
1: there's just, like, too much time on their hands. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll do a a big, uh, a big tearing down of the Giants when it comes to (laughs) Giants week. But. I always coming up quick. I, I always felt that um, maybe some of this was because I had him on a fantasy team. I felt like Od- Odell at for a, a good chunk of his time there, like kind of got a raw deal because like he was young and he was fun and he was good and he was a hothead. But like, yeah, the flip side of that is like, okay, you could call a guy a hothead, but you could also say like, oh, he's he's a passionate player. Like it's it's all about framing. Now did he do things that were silly? Like, did he like get into a fight with a, with the kicking net that he lost? Like, yeah. Yeah. Was that, absolutely. was that dumb to do on camera? Like, yeah, it was. Did, did the media decide to tear him down because he was like on a boat during a bye week because they had nothing else to talk about? Like, yeah, whatever. Like, go be on a boat. Like, I don't care.
0: Like, It's your day yeah. off. Go be on a boat.
1: That said, um, I don't, See it really working in Cleveland? Like I just, it's like not, no. it's not going. He, well. he
0: doesn't have he he doesn't have enough structure over there. Like he, they, and that's part of the problem is that there's no structure, so he's just going to kind of be all over the place. And these guys, as an athlete, you need a coach who's going to give you a little bit of structure. And Cleveland's not going to work out because it doesn't exist. Well,
1: and the other thing is like sometimes you know, when he left, it was sort of a well, they could he could just use a he could use a change of scenery, maybe it'll work out. But like if your change of scenery is going to Cleveland scenery there is really bleak broadly
0: speaking yeah Um yeah I, I don't I don't like Cleveland s-
1: spiritually spiritually Odell is a raider he's just a raider like he, he will end up on the raiders like he I think already has a, the raider mindset he'll he'll be a raider at some point
0: oh yeah we, we, we'll, well to talk about the raiders let me let me let's get past the Browns because again yes. uh, we'll, we'll, let's 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 guess a score and then let I'll we'll get to the Raiders. The score.
1: okay uh, you go first. Cause I haven't really thought about it yet.
0: So I'm going to sit here. I'm going to throw out, a uh, the Washington. I almost, almost said it. almost had the jelly bean. You, no. Uh, the Washington football team. I think we're going to get up there. I think we're getting 17 points out of this game. I think, it, and they're going to come in fast and we're going to get some points. So 17, unfortunately, I think that the Cleveland Browns will actually score more points. And I think it's going to be a close game. I think it will be. Ah, uh, with all the talent the Browns have, they' again they're they're still all over the place twenty four seventeen Browns mm. close. We still lose. However, I think we sh- we show better this week around than we did last week.
1: Did you know that the Browns are seven and a half point favorites in this game?
0: yeah, yeah, i would I would definitely bet the Washington football, yeah, team.
1: I, I'm in a pool. i I did pick them uh, not to win. I picked them to cover. um, yeah. I think I think I'm in the same boat as you but I think I'm keeping it closer. I think I'm going just like 20 to
0: 17. Oh, yeah. Ooh, a little heartbreaker there.
1: Yeah, and but you know how there are games that are 20 to 17 where you're like, okay, all they have to do is drive down here and kick a field goal. I don't think this is one of those. I think like they are down 20 to 10. They score a touchdown. Don't kick an onside kick and then just don't get the ball back. That's my that's okay. my bold prediction for what's going to happen this week. They lose, <laughs> they lose twenty to seventeen. But like the Browns just pick up three first downs in the last you know like four minutes of the fourth quarter, and at some point, I know Ron Rivera is like considered to be a pretty good timeout management coach, but just there will in the same way that the Browns are the Browns the Washington football team is still sort of the Washington football team so i just have i just have an expectation that uh they will have taken some stupid timeouts early like early in the third quarter and they just won't have them left and they won't be able to stop well, the clock
0: well, And then everyone last week was was uh, upset cuz Ron didn't take his timeouts with like 2 minutes left he knew it was over yeah. he wasn't worried about it he was like yeah it's over guys like, i'm not going to risk injury i'm not going to risk all this ridiculousness we're not winning this game We're about run out yeah. And I, you know, as much as I, I love the the push to win, he was it's it it was two scores away, it wasn't happening, and he's like, I'm I'm done yeah. here. Yeah, get off my back.
1: Um, you had something to say about the Raiders. What is there to say about so, the Raiders ah, other than that like, Mark Davis has the worst haircut known to man. Oh my God, the
0: bowl it's, like he, it, it looks like a like if I was drunk, and you put a bandana around my eyes and just said cut, that's what this billionaire has is a haircut. It's horrible You
1: know he he flies to go get that haircut? Like he his his barber I don't remember now where the barber is, but like he when he needs to go get a haircut, he gets on his jet and flies there to go get that haircut.
0: No, what you misunderstand is that the guy flying the jet is the one who cuts his hair while he's while flying, flying the, the jet.
1: Down. Upside down.
0: Upside down, okay. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well again that the, the the owners of the Raiders, uh the Davis family have always been insane. So I'm I'm not gonna sure. Play that, but I got to watch this beautiful stadium that was built there in Las Vegas. And again, I can't like I I wish the Raiders were still in Oakland or, or in L.A. But California said I'm not building you shit, and Las Vegas is like, how about we build you this awesome stadium? It's giant. It's called the Death. It song. looks like a Roomba. It does. <laughs> it looks just like a Roomba but it has the translucent roof and all the state all the seats are black and you go in and it's got views of the strip mm. and it's got this all everything's brand new and it looked amazing. Yeah. And watching this this no people in the stands. Yeah. This beautiful stadium for a team that hasn't been good since what's the last time they won a Super Bowl? What? 83? Well, I know you 82? know Rich
1: Gannon took them there and lost in what? Like 01. Lost to the Buccaneers, that was like my least favorite Super Bowl. No, any anytime, right, anytime yeah. the Patriots win the Super Bowl is my least favorite Super Bowl. I didn't like that one because I wanted the Raiders to win. I don't know why, but whatever. Um,
0: yeah, but the Raiders. Yeah, but 80s. The last time they won a Super Bowl, it was against the Redskins. I think it was 82, I believe. I think you're right. I don't know. I'm so, not going to look, it, but okay. No, me neither. So, so I'm just going to go off my noggin here. And here's the catch. The Raiders who haven't done anything since the eighties yeah. have a new million, million, million plus dollar stadium. And we're stuck with FedEx field. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be more pissed about this. Yeah.
1: It's, um, it's rough. It's really rough. And honestly, like the fact that there are no fans there this year is, it almost feels like a blessing because uh it is it is so bad it is so bad i I, we i think have we have fond memories of going to games there entirely unrelated to the location in like a, a good way or like the results on the field we as we've mentioned we've established as the cult of cult we're big preseason guys um it's it's an it's a disaster. It like is so it, bad. It's
0: a nightmare. I mean I've been to I've been to Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. I have been to uh Steelers game. I have been to a Ravens games. Yeah. I have been to this and, and of course FedEx. As my my stadiums I go to now and you, you, you as a if you're gonna go to a game, you have to leave for a one o'clock game, your house at nine AM. Yeah. You get there at 10 a.m. and you have to tailgate or you're going to sit in traffic for hours yeah. and probably miss the game. And you're in this stadium sitting here drinking, hanging out, which is fun. But you, you're staring at this monstrosity in front of you and you finally go in. It's hard to get in. They don't have enough security lines. A- and you walk into this stadium that has nothing about it that makes you feel pride. Yeah. Nothing, except for except for this burgundy and gold. That's the only thing of give you pride. And then as you walk through, I, I've been to right by the stadium, right, right by the field. I've been all the way up top. When I first got there, I used to have season tickets. I gave them up because I have a soul and I love myself and I don't want to do this to myself every year. I was one row back from the actual ending of the stadium. And it was what I think there was like 85,000 people at the time, mm-hmm. and you have a sellout stadium, 85,000 people wrapped around you, and everybody's unhappy because it took forever to get here. They spent all this money. Security was a joke. They were all a bunch of assholes. To give a quick story about FedEx security, I'm sitting here. One row back from, from the very edge of the state, I'm up screaming, and they sent four security members up to my seats to tell me to sit down because the people behind me were complaining. <laughs> the people who I had known this entire season, and I turn around, and I go, did you guys complain? And everybody starts laughing hysterically. Just FedEx has never gotten it. No. They've never gotten the understanding. I know it took 18 months to set it up. They're trying to do it for Jack Kent Cook. I know it was called Rajan. All that's there. But it's the biggest pile. And there's nothing about it that shows pride. They even had to pump crowd noise into the stadium because it's so bad aesthetic. I mean, uh, audibly, that we couldn't, you had to pump crowd noise in there. And that's sad because we have a great fan. base. Yeah.
1: And I think it is unquestionable at this point that there has been a degradation of the fan base. I think there it's eroded. It has. I mean, there are going to be people who will support them no matter what. I think you can argue whether or not that is a good thing, because I think there are some people who say that the less support the team has, the more motivated they may be to make substantive changes that's a conversation for another time, but it um, it really is such a a terrible game day experience in a way where watching the NFL today is done best done ideally, I think, at home, uh, regardless yes. of where you go. And maybe these new these new stadiums, the LA facility, the SoFi, and this this Raiders thing, sort of change. I know people have nice things to say about. Uh, the Seahawks stadium. Uh, we've been to Ravens games before. And they're like fun. Like the environment there yeah. is good. It's accessible. But you know, there are some things that Dan Snyder inherited that he, he couldn't do anything about. Namely the stadium was there. He had the lease, like it was built for him, but there were certainly, and certainly have been things that could have been improved upon in the intervening years. That have just not been what is what has happened since he's he's taken over. I mean, they've tore out a bunch of seats, which honestly I think is a net plus because it's fewer uh, fewer shots of the upper deck that are completely empty. I mean, the field is a piece of garbage. That's like a has had a. I mean, we can you can linear linearly point to Robert Griffin the third's career taking the trajectory he did because they didn't put any work into the field. Not the,
0: but, but they kept renting it out to other games before and after like concerts high school games and, and games, games and yeah they let's make some money off of this and not care about what the actual product on the field and, is. and but the
1: other thing is and this is sort of like
0: ties into the entirety of
1: the Dan Snyder experience. Anytime a change has been made, it has found new and exciting ways to make things worse. I went to a game last year, and I can say fairly definitively, it will be the last time I go to a Washington football team game at RFK. Because it was... I mean at FedEx? At, at FedEx. It was that bad. We I, The tickets were free. I, the tickets were free. The parking pass was free. A buddy of mine bought beer. So I've accrued no expenses at this point. <laughs> he paid for gas and drove me to the game. And I regret the experience. It was he was an Eagles fan. It was an Eagles game. That was the one that they lost, and then like had yeah. a chance to come back, and then Haskins threw the pick six, and the game like it changed the spread, which was f- kind of like a wha- just wacky another thing dagger that in the whole day. The they since I had been there previously, which was probably like it was before I started writing for Hog haven. so it's been like five or six years. Yeah, they had changed the parking situation where it used to be you would have the the pass that you hung on your rearview mirror, and it was like the FedEx color, so it was like purple, orange, and green, or whatever.
0: You knew exactly where to go. And
1: they changed it now so that everything is digital, but they have not done a good job of indicating that only certain entrances were for certain levels of passes. So you had to drive up to the attendant, they had to scan your phone, and in a lot of cases... Tell you, you had to turn around and go back into another entrance. The last, I, I'm, I kid you not, the last tenth of a mile to get into the into, when you make the turn in. It took us
0: like you can see your parking. It
1: took spot. us 40, 45 minutes for the last tenth of a mile because they kept on people like we're cutting each other off. It is chaos. It is a nightmare, and I understand that it's it's just like a total. They, d- they did a real slapdash job in the first place. If Dan Snyder or Bruce Allen before him or anyone had any sort of cachet with the locality, you know, like, with Landover... I mean, Land- it's, like, the, the most... It's the most notable thing in Landover. They would have, like, worked with the city or the whatever it is to figure out, like, okay, we'll pay for some new roads. We'll, we'll put another stop well, but, sign the,
0: in. No, they had... Have- Dan Snyder Dan has no desire to pay for anything. No, that's the problem. He's the same person that, that used to be able to take the Metro, and you'd walk a mile. Mm-hmm. You'd walk a mile to get to the stadium. And then immediately, he found ways to put barricades in the way of you walking that mile. So you had to drive. Well, even before that, they used to have a shuttle, and he got rid of the shuttle, yeah, too. they got rid of the shuttle. So so he would force you to pay 25 30 and he kept going up to $50 to pay to park in a business lot— that was so far away, you couldn't see the stadium. Uh, and then they would. there was no shuttle. You had to walk. And then, of course, we all figured out that we can go to the mall. Right. Well, then they shut down the mall. Right. Well, let's go to the church. They shut down the church. Yep. So he kept finding ways to force you to pay this abnormal amount of money into these shitty, horrible parking lots that are all over the place, that have nothing to do with anything. And then as you're sitting there, before you even walk into the stadium that takes your soul away from you, you're already upset. Then as you're upset in this horrible $13 beer stadium that has no acoustics, that was a word I was looking for earlier, Mm -hmm. no fan happiness whatsoever, you're paying, you know, 30, 40 bucks for a hat, then your team loses by 25. Right, and you're surrounded by Eagles fans.
1: And it doesn't even matter if the Eagles Eagles are playing. The Eagles fans are there just to, like, heckle you. They're there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, they, and they're standing there just looking at you. And you can't get mad, because no. they're right. Yeah. You guys suck. Well, yeah, like, yeah, I can't a, argue I'm that. I'm the
1: idiot for being here. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and then we're playing the Eagles, or we're playing, and we have Eagles fantasy next to me, and then we have London Fletcher Day, and we ruin London Fletcher's own last yeah. name on London Fletcher it, Day. So not only, after all of that, we look like idiots. We, I mean, we used to go to these
1: preseason games, and there was sort of a fun, like, it's so bad it's good you know like like it's like mm-hmm. like uh the room like that movie with tommy wiseau like it's so bad yeah. it's good but then it kept on continuing to go like oh it's so bad it's like really bad like there is no really there's bad. no redeeming like i i honestly and i know that there are people who go because it's like what they do but like you got to find another thing to do like nothing they don't need you like, they don't care about you no uh, it's it have a little bit of, I don't know. I listen. I'm not gonna hate on anyone who feels passionate enough that they want to go to a game. I th- I would if someone was telling me like I'm I want to go to a game. I would probably actively discourage them from doing it. But it's like, wh- like what is what is the point at this? and it, that's all of that is. I think even divorced really from the on field um, product, which has been. Subpar for 100%. for a long time, really since they've gotten to the stadium. They've never they've never won a home game on that field. I, uh, sorry, a home playoff home playoff, home playoff game. Home playoff game.
0: Well, again, I had season tickets. Yeah, me too. I was a season ticket. We bought yeah. for, and we both have been through this experience where we went. This girlfriend has cheated on me every single day yeah. of my whole life. I don't think she loves me anymore. Yeah. And you, you finally have to deal with that and say, I'm done. And the reason we would go to preseason games is because it was five bucks for a right. ticket. The, the, the actual crowds were significantly less. We'd go with a bunch of our friends, tailgate, have a good time. It was like going to a festival right. and there was a football game. And some of the people we would take were always people who had never been to a football yep. game. So we're introducing them to that and they would enjoy and have a great time. And, You got to see it through their eyes because their eyes had not been ruined yet by dealing with this. And it was so much fun. But now I'm not going to go to a game. I'm not going to walk into FedEx Field. I'm not giving Danny Boy my money. I'm not giving FedEx my money. I'm going to sit at home, watch it in HD, hang on the family, eat pizza, have some great wings, and enjoy the experience. Because the worst thing that happens is – we're down by 20 at halftime, and I can turn the TV off, go upstairs, hug my kid, and take yeah, a nap. If go I work want on that it. fence. How's the fence coming? <clears throat> it's almost done. It's almost done. I feel good about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I, so, I, fuck, fuck FedEx. FedEx. I,
1: the other thing that I think really is the insult, the adding insult to injury, is the team – the the glory years of RFK. You, know, you see all the video. I mean, I have been to a football game at RFK. I went to one of those the bowl games, like the Military Bowl, and was there Ooh. just to sort of like see if I could experience, like, okay, what was football like in the stadium? Um, it was not the same, obviously, but to go from something so good to then go to something so bad, I think, really adds insult to injury in a way that is is um it just hurts i think additionally here's a here's a thought wouldn't it be fun if so they've announced the official demolition partner of rfk i don't like for whatever that's worth it is it is set to be torn down in 2022 and it is a dump it is a real dump
0: oh the The water drips all over you. Like you, you I used to go to uh, DC United yep. games, and there was a smell. No, like it
1: was There's like it's, raccoons. It's a horrible.
0: Like... But you can't be closer to the the field. It's so close.
1: So here's the here's the thing, knowing that they're going to demolish that stadium, and knowing that right now it is a health hazard for fans to be in that stadium. Somewhat conveniently, you cannot have fans in a stadium right now. Why don't they go play a game? At RFK, they have nothing to lose. I would, I would watch the game. No. I would tune in. I think it might be sort of a fun, like swan song. We should start the play a game at RF. We need a new hashtag. Play a game at RFK. We'll figure something out. But I think the if the team played game. a game, one game at RFK, game. assuming that the field is in any sort. I mean, I have no idea what it looks like in there. It's probably a it's
0: like, it can't be worse than FedEx. No, it
1: can't be worse than FedEx.
0: Yeah. Maybe so, that's so the hashtag. One more Can't game. be worse than FedEx. Can't be worse than FedEx, but we do one more game. Before it gets knocked down, let's say this season, just turn it around. We send them to RFK because, if, if anything, it's a marketing sure. thing. And, and, and Danny Boy, if, if, if anything, loves an opportunity to put a spotlight on sure. himself. Say, let's do one more to RFK. Let's do one last true – and I want to say it. I got my jelly beans. One last true Redskins game. At RFK, yeah. let's do it. So, and that one is dead fish. That one's yuck. horrible. Oh, that Eesh. was horrible. But
1: I I don't know if assuming oh is that oh, really, bad? really
0: bad. Oh, it's horrible. Like it like, it's in the back of your throat, the jelly bean. Have a have a, have a cocktail. One like. last. Oh god, it's so bad. It's like in there. I get, it's, it's, I can smell it through my nose. Um, whew. I know you don't can see me, but it's it's yeah. bad. Um, but one last game. Give everybody – bring back – the old fan base will love it. The new fan base will kind of see what it was like, and they'll laugh, and they'll be like, oh, why are you go back to this old stadium? Cause it, because it's – let's pull that whole history together, put it into one big package as the Washington football team, 90 – almost 90 years of history, yep. and then topple the thing down, topple RFK down, and that may actually be a good lead-in to have an opportunity – to make that our stadium forever.
1: I think that is a, uh, that's a conversation for another day. And I think we, we will, I'm not, I think I guarantee we will have that conversation, uh, where they will be next because they will not be at FedEx forever. Um, where it will be, what it will look like, who's going to pay for it. These are all big questions. And, um, I think we'll, we'll leave that for another week. Um, Any final thoughts before we we round things out this evening?
0: The team last week showed exactly what we thought they were. I said five, you said three wins. I don't want anyone to be under any misconception of what what we're looking at on the field. This is not a good team. But as saying that, We're doing something that most people say is a horrible, horrible word. We're rebuilding. We are finally able to say we're rebuilding. And we're better as a team than we were last year. We may not have a better record, but we're getting better. And that makes me happy. I see what's going on. I see it coming together. And we're two, three years away before we see all of that become something. So, yeah, as Shawshank said, I will, I'm going to crawl through, what, was it a mile of shit to get to the other end completely clean. Well, we're in the middle of it.
1: Was it Shawshank or was it Odell Beckham?
0: I think it was yeah, Odell Beckham. I think, Beckham. It, was I think Beckham. it was, yeah. That is not going to get yeah, he, old. He, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. So yeah, I think we'll leave but, it there. Yeah, we're uh, about halfway we'll, through. We'll, yeah. Beckham's fouls.
1: Poor guy. Well, he's a millionaire. Whatever. Eat the rich.
0: Uh, we we do know we all we all have our own freakness. His unfortunately got so exploited. yeah. I actually feel yeah. for him. I feel for him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, until uh, until next week. Um, thanks thanks to you all for for listening. We we appreciate your time. We know it's valuable. We don't want to waste it. Um, we're doing our best. Okay. We're just doing our best. So for for Gumby, this is Brian, and you've been listening to the Cult of Cult.